welcome to the MagnaWave Wellness Webinar. Uh, joining me, as always, on these wonderful webinars is Dr. Amanda Myers. Welcome, Dr. Myers. How are you today? Doing very well, thank you. How are you? <clears throat> I'm great. Um, I do want to say I'm sorry for the delay, guys. I am a little um, hot and bothered over here because our <laughs> we had some technical difficulties. So um, we are up and running. So I apologize for anyone that was on it too and waiting. But let us know where you're at. Uh, please in the chat where you are. Uh, I'd love to say hi to you. I'm in Louisville. Where are you right now, Dr. Myers? Oh, wait. Now, see, that your audio is still hiring funny. So it's all very digital. I have been working in Dayton, Ohio. I think that's what you had asked me. Uh, yes. So still traveling a lot uh, amidst all of the uh, travel warnings and, and higher incidences of COVID, which has been a little more challenging, um, but still making it happen. And um yeah, it's been an interesting month. We've seen an increase in our cases, I think, everywhere, uh, certainly in Ohio and, and Florida, the two places that I'm still kind of traveling in and out of. Uh, everyone seems to be increasing numbers. And I think that's we've, we we lifted all of the uh, restrictions. And so the stay at home orders and the business closures, I think we all got back outside and did some things. But now also it's getting colder. So we're spending more time indoor, closer to each other sort of in more concentrated space, if you will. Um, and, and with holidays, it's hard not to be with people that you love. So it's a challenge, I think, right now for everyone. Um, and that we're in the midst of and in the face of what we normally do in a winter, which is have a lot of just common colds and the things that you know sort of run around in that viral pattern uh, are still happening. So we're seeing a lot of co-infections and just that risk of getting an infection, uh, which is normal wintertime risk. So. Yeah, I, I mean, it's scary. I guess it's been scary since we first did this, our first wellness webinar. Yeah. But I feel like now it's increasing so much. And have you run into people who have, um, they have, they've never been sick or they, they, I think for me, the kind of problem that we're having and misunderstanding is that so many people in Louisville have had it. So many people have it. Um, and there's like, you know, some people who go out all the time and they are just, you know, breaking all the rules and they're not, they, they've never had it. And then there's people who are, you know, really following it strictly and they get sick. And it's so, um, it's so back and forth that you really don't know when, when it's going to happen and when it isn't. I think that's part of what we still are fearful about with this particular virus is it's the, it's, we know that it can get a lot of people sick and it probably will over time. We still have a very small percentage of our total population in the United States that we're counting as numbers of individuals who have had the positive testing uh, results and so able to sort of count them, if you will. But the, it's the sort of the variance of it. It's that random, really healthy person that gets really sick that needs a lot of help uh, to survive through the, the exposure and, the, and then the illness that they have subsequently. Uh, and then there are people who are just doing all the wrong things, right? I mean, they drink, they smoke, they're overweight, they've got all these horrible lifestyle habits that you think, man, they're the risk group and they never get it, right? right. So we're still struggling to figure out how to predict uh, what populations that really need to be careful and be safe. You know, is there a pattern that we can say, this is the way it's going to work. So if you're in this pattern, be careful. You know, we just, it's still very, very, very new for us, you know? And we had this in our sort of last winter, right? We were seeing cases in the United States, January, February, and March. And then we hit summer, um, and that, but now we're in winter again. And, and winter's always a risky time frame. just period. We get a lot sicker in the winter. 
comparably to the summer, we see large numbers of people who succumb to all kinds of different viral patterns. The flu is a terrible uh, virus for the very young and the very old. Um, so we kind of know a lot about the flu, though, and we have a better idea of how to protect us, ourselves and kind of how to kind of manage through that system uh, of exposure. But we, we're just we are new with COVID. So it's still sort of one of those deals that we're figuring out. There's a lot of disinformation. There's a lot of changing information. There's not a lot of direction. And that's probably not necessarily anyone's real fault. It's just that we don't know what this thing's going to do. And it does something different. We, we think it's going to go this direction and it actually goes a different direction. So it's still a very much of a high learning curve for those of us that are in the medical field. Yeah, that's I mean, it's it's been really interesting. And on that note, I'm sure that there's people um, here today watching who have a lot of questions. So I want to uh, say hello. Thank you, everyone, for sharing where you are. Sherry in Austin, Texas, um, Wendy in New Jersey and Jeff in Ohio. Welcome. Um, Joyce is also in Ohio. We got Sandy in California. And oh, I see Pat Zemer on there. Hi, Dad. Uh, he's watching with us today and can probably give us a great insight as well. So um, if, if anybody has any questions, please, where you put your um, comments in of where you are, please ask them for uh, me or Dr. Myers. We would be happy to talk to you at all about whether it's a magnetic question or just all about, you know, COVID and what's going on. And, you know, I think the biggest question on everybody's mind is vaccines, vaccinations. Like, how are you? What's your stance on the um, vaccination since our last um webinar, have you learned anything new? Do you have uh, any new insight? So we've got probably 19-ish uh, companies that are on the tarmac for getting some sort of a vaccine. Um, the biggest group of, of vaccines right now that are really under review are the Pfizer uh, BioNTech company uh, from Germany combo vaccine that just received emergency authorization use. I think today, yesterday uh, was when that occurred. And then the Boston group, Madeira, who works with the Johnson & Johnson, AstraZeneca group. So there's those three that are kind of now looking at potentially the distribution of those vaccines. Um, the, the Pfizer group and the Madeira group are looking at a very new vaccine. So we have kind of three different kinds of vaccine that exist. One of them has been sort of our standard go-to vaccine processes where you take something out of an illness that we don't like. So if we don't like the, the flu vex, the virus, we will take a protein out of the flu, make a vaccine from that. We inject that protein into the body. The body reacts to the protein and then builds an immune structure against that particular protein. The Pfizer group and the Madeira group are using an, what they call an mRNA vaccine, which is where we kind of skip the step of the body having to recognize the virus to then create a protein. What these two companies have done is made an mRNA, it's like an instruction manual that is injected into the body that just starts making the protein. And the protein is then what our body is going to build the immune system structure against. So we think that's going to be more effective. And that's somewhat what we're finding in the research. We are finding that the, those vaccines from those companies are between 90 and 95 percent effective, which is astronomically high in the vaccine world. We are used to numbers in the 70s from an, a, an effective perspective. So when we look at that, that becomes relevant because how many people do I need to vaccinate in order to create some sort of herd immunity where we are not going to have a big problem with exposures.
uh, and illnesses and then spread of these processes. So if I can get a 95% effective vaccine, I mean, pretty much one in 10, if not all 10, every time I give this vaccine are gonna be protected. Whereas if I only have a 70% effective vaccine, you know, seven out of 10 will be protected, leaving three to get sick and spread this thing. So we're looking at a numbers game. So we wanna know how, how well can the vaccine work and then how many people do I need to get protected with the vaccine so that the spread stops? So it's a, it's a giant number game, if you will. The AstraZeneca company, uh, that, so the Madeira company's vaccine will be reviewed next week by the FDA. So Pfizer got their approval this week. It's very likely that Madeira will get their approval in the next seven to 10 days. AstraZeneca is also being reviewed. They are already cleared for use in Britain, in the EU. Uh, that's where AstraZeneca is based. So not surprising that they're ahead of us in that cycle. Um, their American trials have completed. They've run the numbers. I think that they're just submitting data at this point, uh, which is great for us. Because if we can have multiple options, multiple numbers, if you will, even of the vaccine itself, then we can vaccinate more aggressively and more rapidly. Because now it becomes a, a situation of how do we get the vaccine distributed? And then who is going to have that provided first, you know, so those become the secondary questions that are on the table right now being actively crunched and trying to make decisions about to keep ethically, you know, sort of equal distribution and, and in the right groups and protecting the right people, you know, first versus uh, downstream. So lots to sort of happen in the next couple of weeks, that's for sure. Yeah. So have we done any other vaccines that have, are this, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, mRNA, are there any other vaccines that we have like as the flu va vaccine been used, made this way, or is it still the way that is, um, you know, with the actual virus? So the, this is the first real use of an mRNA type of virus uh, vaccination. This, the technology was developed when the Ebola um, outbreak was happening two years-ish ago. Uh, but then Ebola is one of those highly deadly viruses that kind of, you know, it, it dies out very quickly because it's not spread very rapidly because you don't travel for very long when you're sick like that. You know what I mean? So it's very obvious when you get sick, you you don't live very long when you have it. So those outbreaks are, are scary because of that across the board, um, but they don't spread worldwide very commonly. So this was one of those situations where thinking ahead, trying to say, hey, could we get a vaccine for this virus? Because this outbreak is significant and severe and was moving more aggressively in populations because our travel is a little bit you know, more aggressive now. Um, so they had this on the tarmac, on the bench, basically in, in the research labs, uh, and then the, the outbreak died out. And so they couldn't really test it at all. Uh, so this is the first time that we will utilize this technology uh, in, in a broad spectrum. Um, and we're hopeful that that because it's so effective, because we're skipping one of the steps in the sequence of what our body has to do in order to create immunity, and because it's a little bit of a template, you can kind of drop in what you need from a perspective into this mRNA. So the future of vaccines may dramatically shift if this is truly as effective as we hope and think that it will be. So, you know, it wow. could it could replace the technology that we have been using realistically uh, for the last, I don't know, 50 years that we've been creating our vaccines with. So, and so is that the vaccine that, so, I mean, people are scared, 
right? The vaccine, like I'm not taking it. I, you know, there's all these conspiracy theories. And um, so what is your stance? You would take the, the vaccine if it was available to you, either one, or would you want to wait for the mRNA version? Um, well, so the mRNA version is the one that we have available. That is the Pfizer vaccine. It, 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 it got approval today and they've been working out their distribution literally over the last like two to three weeks. So it is a, it's a vaccine that has to be kept very like sub temperature cold, uh, like deep freezer style that very few uh, areas and locations actually had. So like literally in the last month, everywhere I work, they've been delivering these massive, like negative 40, you know, freezers for the anticipated delivery of these vaccines because the Madeira vaccine doesn't have to be kept quite as cold, but it still has to be cold. Um, so the viability of it depends on this cold storage, which is wow. one of the problems of the vaccine, right? So if we're looking at delivering it all over the world, how do we keep it at the temperature to, to have it survive? And then if we thaw it, how long does it live before we lose the efficacy of it in population distribution, right? So it's kind of like if you thaw it out, you have to use it and you have to use it quickly. So you've got to have your program lined up with appointments for people to show up and have the vaccine mm -hmm. with them or we waste it, right? So it becomes not usable. So it's, 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 a, it's a logistics thing right now um, where I think that we're looking at distributing the vaccine to states based on the state's populations. Uh, so the numbers, the census of the state will determine how many doses you're going to have uh, shipped to you. Those shipments go to very sort of pre-established locations that will hopefully distribute equally uh, based on the population of the locations that are there. So how big is the city that you're in? Uh, and if you're more rural, small town, you might have to travel someplace to actually get this, uh, at least right now until we can maybe isolate some better ways to, to administer it. So there's a ton of logistics going on. Uh, about this. And, you know, if AstraZeneca gets American authorization, uh, an FDA approval, uh, then that vaccine is the kind of old style, if you will, uh, where it doesn't need that cold storage. So it will be kind of more like the flu. You could get it in your doctor's office. Uh, you can make an appointment at, you know, Costco or Walgreens or whatever your brand of choice is. That's a big box store that provides those types of vaccinations. So a little different strategy. Uh, same sort of process of what was what we've been used to with the AstraZeneca product. And most of the other products in the pipeline are utilizing that technology. So we're going to see a lot more of that availability because everyone else is, is building off of that template as well. So these mRNA companies, Madeira and Pfizer are new, different, uh, very interesting because of how effective they are. Um, but we've got a lot to learn about them realistically still. Yeah, um, Lee asked, Lee Doran um, asked, uh, she said that to her understanding, the mRNA vaccine will have a worse reaction with the secondary exposure and your body will have a higher chance of a cytokine storm. It's, you know, it, what, what are your thoughts on that? So there, I mean, it is a process where they think that they're going to need two injections roughly a month apart. And that's a fairly standard approach. Most of our vaccines, we're doing multiple doses of them in order to build immunity in the body. Um, the flu vaccine, if you've never taken it before, we recommend two doses of it as well. Uh, so the two-dose theory is is alive and well and, and sort of the template of most of our, our vaccination processes. In fact, a lot of them, we need three and four doses to actually build immunity. So that part is is not uh, new or different. Um, the question is, yes, what is the injection going to do? How is your body going to respond? Are you going to have side effects or not? Um, they they 
because of what this virus does, what COVID does, we think that it sensitizes the immune system and the immune system then kind of overreacts or more strongly reacts than it ought to. Uh, cytokines are a messenger system in the body. It's a, I found something in this location and I need help, so I'm gonna go tell this other location to come and join me so that we can work together on this problem and get rid of this problem. Uh, and when we look at a local level, let's just like saying, hey, I, I, we, we've, got, we've got something that's going on that we need some help from a company to organize and structure. But what we don't need is, is the national group to come in and organize this, this, this structure. It's, so cytokine storm means that all of the messengers get activated all of the messengers show up at one time, and then we end up with some injury, not just some healing and helpful cycles. So the storm is interesting, uh, and we have seen that happen with COVID-19. Uh, there are no reported uh, that I'm aware of uh, incidences of that in the vaccination groups uh, at this point, but that's the question on the table, right? Is could it happen, will it happen, and we don't really know yet. They do feel like the vaccination itself does make you feel pretty lousy. They are saying two to three days of not feeling good is, is the truth and the reality of this. Is that going to happen with both doses? Maybe. Some people had that happen. Some people didn't. Some people had it only happening with the second dose. Some people, you know, had it with the first dose. Some people had it with both. So there's, again, we've got kind of a that 30,000 people in these, these population, you know, groups, it's it's a good number. It gives us a lot of information that makes us feel like this vaccine is safe, but big population is going to act a little bit differently. So that's always the, 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 the process, right? Any medicine that we build, we test it in 30 to 50,000 people, and then we put it in the big population. And when it's used at large, we find out some extra things about it uh, that, that are always interesting. And that's how we get our warnings, our labels that we produce uh, that you pick up every time that you pick up your, you know, prescription at your pharmacy. So, yeah. Yeah. Or you hear it on a commercial, like may cause diarrhea, drowsiness, upset stomach, you might die, whatever. Like those, is that what that is? Right. That's <laughs> what that is, right? I mean, it, yeah. everything we do has a risk, right? So what we're trying to do is mitigate risk uh, and create the biggest volume of benefit. But there's, there's both sides of that. I mean, they're, they're going to be present. You know, the, the question is, are we willing to take the risk of not feeling good for a couple of days uh, in order to get some herd immunity so that we don't have to, you know, wear masks for the rest of our lives uh, and, and isolate at home, you know, and close our businesses where we, we worry about our entire economic infrastructures. So, I mean, I feel like there's a big push for this vaccination process because of that yeah. um, across the board. And, and everyone needs to make a personal decision, right? So... There will not be any mandated vaccinations at this point in the game. I feel like there's going to be a lot of information now that we have emergency authorization use. I feel like you're going to you're going to start seeing things on the TV. You're going to start hearing things on the radio. You're going to start getting a lot of information on the Internet, you know, to try to raise awareness um, and to, you know, arguably address the fear factor because there's there's always that component of a new product being released and something that you know, we feel like, yes, we want to take, but maybe we don't want to take it because it's a risky problem, you know? So you're going to see a lot of information, I feel like, uh, in the next several weeks. 
Yeah, I agree. And and so um, Pat Ziemer, um, my father asked, have any thoughts on ivermectin as an early treatment? Some doctors talk of positive results. What is ivermectin? I'm unfamiliar. And if you could let us know what your thoughts are on it being a, a good treatment. Ivermectin is actually uh, an anti-worm medicine. Uh, and it's used extensively in the Central South American countries where they are more prevalent. Uh, they're, you know, indigenous in soil uh, and in water supplies. So, you know, if you don't have a lot of just really clean systems to, uh, if you're boiling your water instead of it going through a, a, a plant that cleans it for you, that comes through a pipeline to you, uh, then you're you're more at risk for being exposed to those those items, uh, and they become something that your body has to deal with and manage. Uh, and there's a ton of anti-worm, anti-malarial, anti-parasite meds that we use, uh, and ivermectin is in that grouping. Um, and they, they have seen some of it has been effective in the Central South America um, areas. And I feel like it's one of those products, A, it needs more study because we don't have big volume. We've got some isolated uh, individual data, which is reassuring. And it's I think it's going to be one of those products that kind of like vitamin D and zinc and steroids and, you know, these products that we're finding now have a, a place in potentially helping the body manage viral infection with COVID, uh, supporting the, the, the structure of the body so that, you know, adding several of these things together may be the cocktail, if you will, uh, that we use to treat with. So, you know, again, we've got a, there's, I think there's, there's one company that is uh, based in England that has done like a huge data crunching. They've put in to a system um, online where they, they enter a medication and what that medication targets uh, what its mechanism of action is. And then it's doing this big random sort process in the computer to find out whether any of those medicines could be used within a treatment strategy of some kind in the COVID process. So, and they're finding like hundreds of them that may be able to be utilized. And now what we have to do is look at them directly, individually, in studies, in trials, uh, and figure this out. So the uniqueness, I think, of COVID is that we have an ongoing problem with it. And that provides us, you know, the ability to continue to do good data controlled studies in order to know how effective will any of these items be on a big scale? Or is it just at this particular moment in your illness course, does it become important? You know, so there's a lot of strategies with this. When do we use them? How much of a dose do you get? How long do we treat you for in order to either A, prevent something or B, minimize something that's already happening? So we've got a lot of stuff that we're, we're actively trying to figure out in order to be able to like sort of put it into the right sequence of its positioning in order to be effective and helpful. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, a lot of people are saying that they're worried. Um, we've got a couple questions here about allergic reactions and food, um, like having a food allergies. Uh, one person said that she broke out with hives uh, from the flu shot and have several food allergies. And, you know, what are those? Are those risk factors there? I mean, I've seen several articles on it. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like the media that vaccines are normally cultured in uh, or sort of housed in, um, some people have irritation from or even potentially allergic reactions from. So if you have that history, I would discuss that directly with your doctor and say, look, 
you know, what is my risk and what should I do? I mean, sometimes that's you take Benadryl before you go get the vaccine and you'll be fine. Sometimes that's really you should not get it uh, and you should wait for everyone else to get it so that you're protected from that herd immunity component. Right. So and again, with these mRNA, mRNA vaccines, uh, we're not finding big allergic reactions in the control studies that have been done so far. Um, but, you know, community at large, we may see some people with some reactions. So there's still just a little bit of the unknown uh, with what's going on. And, you know, that that's true on any level with anything, you know, it, it's, it's what it is. It's the risk of everyone taking it versus 10 people taking it. It's, you know, some people will have trouble and some people won't. Um, so if you have a history like that, I would certainly discuss it with your, with your regular doctor and say, what do you really think? What is my risk and should I do this? Um, yeah. Everyone's a little bit unique like that. So, yeah. Okay. So we have two questions that have to do with MagnaWave and, um, and COVID. And I'm going to kind of address one of them and then I'm going to let you take it from there. One of them was, why are we not hearing about people pushing PMF when somebody gets COVID? And the other one is, um, what can you, can you say that because MagnaWave enhances the hemoglobin's ability to transport or PMF enhances the hemoglobin's ability to transport oxygen, it would be beneficial in the event of a cytokine storm. And I do want to say one of the things that why the, we are unable to say for people to push PMF and why a lot of doctors are unable to say that that in terms of um, uh, when somebody gets sick with COVID is because of the unknown. I mean, there is so much study that needs to go into this particular virus before in our um, country or in any country, really, that you can make a claim like any type of claim that it's going to do anything. Um, so what I think, what I say matters because we are, you know, I am directly representing MagnaWave. So does PMF um, have the ability to be beneficial? Absolutely. But can I say across the board that it's something that doctors should be pushing? It really, again, depends on the person and all the studies, everything that Dr. Myers has just talked about. It's You cannot make these bold claims. Um, you, will, you will get yourself in trouble. Now, in terms of can people say that PMF enhances the hemoglobin's ability to transport oxygen, would it be, it would be beneficial in this event of a cytokine storm? That would be something that um, I am going to toss to you, Dr. Myers. I mean, I, I would agree with you. I feel like, you know, to, to make a bold claim of any kind at this point in the game is, is premature because, I mean, we don't even know, even with a lot of the research that we've been doing, there's still like, does hydroxychloroquine really work or not, right? So because we're doing rapid studies, some of them are not as well controlled, not as well sort of allocated as we would normally like clean research to be. So there's some ongoing questions. And so, and it's a new process. We don't really, we've been trending how this is physiologically impacting the body uh, and learning things about it all the time. So I don't feel like we still really understand completely how this virus is processed by our body, eliminated by our body, and what the residual impact factors are from it. Um, we just haven't seen a full cycle of it on a, on a large level, uh, interestingly enough. And so, you know, we, we can say, of course, being healthy is probably, you know, the best defense that you can have against a process that is a sick illness type of a process. The healthier you are, you know, the, the better your body will do. And will a PEMF device like a MagnaWave device help you be healthy? Absolutely. Does it tune your cells up? Yes. Does it help you build better energy and ATP? Absolutely. You know, does it set up your whole system to get better blood flow, better oxygen in that blood? Definitely. So if we're looking at promoting health, we can say, yes, we've got data that will tell us that. It tells us that over and over and over again. 
do we have data that will say, yes, if you're sick, it can make you healthier? Yes. You know, we can, we can look at skin infections say definitely. We can look at bone injuries and say definitely. We can look at, you know, urinary tract infections and migraines and all these types of impact factors that are illnesses for us that we transition and shift. Um, we don't have any data with us treating COVID, so we cannot make that kind of direct comment, but we can always say we can get you healthier. Definitely, we can do it. Yeah. And a lot, of, a lot of what people are dealing right now with as well uh, are sort of the post-residual impact factors from COVID, right? We're seeing long-term fatigue, long-term headaches when people didn't have a history of headaches. We still have this smell and taste phenomenon that is a residual effect that kind of partially comes back and comes back a lot uh, slowly for a lot of people like that. We're seeing a lot of just cough, sort of asthma-like symptoms in people who didn't have it before. Sleeping patterns have changed. You know, there's a there's a huge anxiety, depression component that's happening, uh, that's impacting just vast numbers of people. So, you know, post treatments with with a PEMF device like MagnaWave would be super helpful for all of those impact factors. Um, so, I mean, arguably, could I change? We do impact the immune system. Uh, we do impact how it behaves. Can I actually prevent a cytokine storm? We're not sure. Uh, we know that we can help balance immune system uh, processes, which would hopefully prevent that over-aggressive response, uh, but we don't have specific data looking at directly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, my, and Pat said, what are your thoughts on PMF benefiting the immune system and cytokines? That's basically what you just said. I mean, it, it really can benefit the immune system. It can help get people healthier. But to be very specific about COVID, um, it's walking a very, very fine line. I mean, I would I, I you just right now, there's so many people out there making such big claims. It's getting them in trouble. It is a day you don't want to ever you don't ever want someone to go get go use the, a machine over going to their doctor. I mean, I think that that's where you really want people to get talk to their doctor first because, you know, everybody's different. And that's what we're finding with illness. But everybody's different in the way that some people respond and the way that other people respond. It's like something we have never seen before. And that's that's, you know, just you want to be very careful what you're saying. But health wise and immune system wise, PMF can help. And that's just been shown through study after study after study. Um, okay, so Lee also asked, the vaccines have not been tested for long-term safety. The companies are immune from liability whatsoever. Should there be any long-term damage? Like, what is your concern with that, um, Dr. Myers, in terms of, like, long-term safety with the vaccines? I think that's the biggest question, right? I mean, the fastest process we have ever, from start to finish, created a vaccine was a four-year cycle. Um, and that be, and that's because we do a lot of subpopulation investigation, right? So we do a big, super healthy, very average, you know, no comorbidity, no extra problem people is what we usually test these vaccines in first. And then we start looking at subgroups, right? So we start looking at people who have, you know, egg and milk allergies. And we start looking at people who have you know, some sort of thyroid, you know, disorder. We look at the diabetic population or we look at people who have cardiovascular disease. So we start looking at those individuals specifically and uniquely to start to say, are they, are, is it safe for them to take? Could we, could we A, give it to them, not have a problem with it and get immunity from it? So is it worth their exposure and their risk? And arguably we have none of that information uh, in right. any of the vaccines that are being created. They, they're in predominantly healthy, 
uh, age 18 to 50, you know, individuals. So we have reasonable data that says it works. So I think in the Pfizer group, the vaccinated individuals, eight of them had a COVID infection, whereas in the non-vaccinated group, in the placebo group, there was close to 170 infections. Um, so <clears throat> we can shift that number of, of risk and of illness in the healthy population, but does it really work that well in people who have other complications? And is it safe in those other people, right? And that's, I think, the that's the part where we're all kind of like, well, we want the immunity and well, it seems safe for the people that we tested it in, but we don't know a lot about it on a large scale level. So that I think is where your own personal decisions have to come into play. If you're in a risk group, A, you should be isolating. You should still be very careful about your own exposures, your own travel, where you're going and what you're doing, how much time you're spending there. Um, and B, you may decide to let other people take this first um, and maybe get some herd immunity and get bigger population data numbers before you jump in and do it. So, yeah. And I feel like that if it were my family member, that would be what I would say to them. You know, you're at risk. Be careful about what you do and where you go. And maybe we want to hang out for a few minutes and let this thing be taken by a lot of other people and see how it works. And if it works great, awesome then let's get you in and let's get it done. And if it doesn't, then we need to figure out what will work better for you and do that. So, yeah. And, and I honestly, agree. honestly <clears throat> we're looking at a vaccine distribution where the, the, the population at large is probably not going to have this available until early quarter next year. And the strategy right now, I think, is, is covering healthcare providers who right now count for one in seven of these infections uh, that are happening and the elderly in long-term care facilities because they're at such high risk, you know, and then I think the next phase is going to be the, you know, the public services individuals who really don't have an option, our firemen, our policemen, you know, the, the entities that are, that are going into communities, into homes, into locations, you know, and, and trying to stay protected, but probably have large mass exposures. Yeah. Uh, then, and then we're going to kind of go out from there. So we've got realistically, you know, three to four months before this is going to likely be in, in the community at large. And in that time frame, we will have vaccinated millions of people. So we will have a lot more. A lot more. Yeah. A lot more data that will be gone through a lot more, you know, ability to say, good in this area, risky in this area, you know, let's mitigate that risk in these ways, you know, so we're going to learn a lot is what we're going to do. Okay. I, okay. So I want to do two things before we wrap up here because it's already almost been an hour, but, and I know we, we, we went late, so we're going to go a little bit longer, but I do want to touch on a couple things before the end of the broadcast. First of all, Sandra, I see that your comment there is very long. It has a lot to do with Hydrowave and I, don't have all, I really need to sit down and read your comment. So Sandra, if you wouldn't mind just emailing support at magnawaypmf.com, I'll look at your question, read through it, and then maybe we could schedule a call. That's probably the best way um, to address that question because it's a good one. I just cannot read through it all and make sure I have, and read through Dr. Jane Goldberg's report enough to answer exactly the way you would like. But I also have some good stuff to talk about today. So I'm excited about that. So Dr. Myers, you know what this is. 
Yes. Yes. And do you use yes. the brain tap? I do. Yes. And I love the brain tap right now because we, you were just talking about the anxiety and depression. It's like people, I keep seeing this meme on Facebook with COVID. It's like, you know, an iceberg and the top is like the sickness and the bottom is like all of the things that our society is going through as a whole mm -hmm. with, you know, having these issues of depression, anxiety, the fear that, I mean, just how many people are on this webinar that are worrying about the vaccination they're not even going to be able to get access to for three months. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there is just this entire different way of thinking. I love the brain tap. So we have team MagnaWave has teamed up with BrainTap. And what this is, if you are unfamiliar, is it is a headset and it plugs into or it wirelessly connects to your cell phone. And it has a ton of really great uh, music. How best way to say is programs for you in terms of sleep, weight wellness. My phone's kind of dirty. I have three kids. Mm -mm -mm. I think you guys can see it kind of there. But it's got all of these different programs, weight loss. Uh, hundreds of programs, and one of the programs is MagnaWave, and it talks about what MagnaWave does at the cellular level, how PMF works. It's fantastic. If you already have a MagnaWave machine, adding the brain tap in this, this holiday season is something you could do at home for your family in terms of all the other programs. If you're running a MagnaWave business and you want to talk about what PMF does and not have that spiel, you can actually do that by somebody just putting the headset on. I am going to put it on, but um, we have a big sale. I'm going to announce the sale on this in a second. Dr. Myers, can you tell me a little bit about your experience with BrainTap and you've used it? I know Belinda has used it. Tell me a little bit about it. Yeah, I mean, I it's like the it's like the perfect combination. So it does a combination of binaural, isochronic, and mononeural sounds, right? So we're looking at brain training. We want your brain waves to trend into a zone where you can actually relax while you're in this uh, sort of therapy, if you will. Uh, there is a light frequency sh uh, programming that stimulates different neuro response interactions, which again, brain trains you into a specific space. Uh, and then there's a guided, the, the uh, applications that Elaine was just showing you, it's a guided visualization. So there's a voiceover that sort of leads you through a process. And, and we know guided visualizations work. I mean, the sports teams do it all the time. Like, Visualize yourself catching the ball, visualize running down the field, into the end zone, you know, that type of thing. So uh, we, we know that, that those are effective techniques to help your brain physiologically interact in a specific way to get a specific outcome. Um, and so if, if we can put that on for 10 to 20 minutes and, and get your head and, and change and shift the chemistry in your head a little bit, then we can really impact the factors that you're dealing with or, or or even struggling with, like anxiety or depression. Um, so it's, it's a phenomenal way to either just A, get you into a good headspace, B, you know, sort of change a little bit of that chemistry, uh, and C, get your brain trained into a fashion where you can more automatically begin to, to do some things. Uh, monks do this. They, they spend decades learning how to do this. This program allows you to jump directly into that. So it's a, it's a fast way, a phenomenal way uh, of getting your brain into functional space instead of anxiety space.
Amen. I mean, it really is. It's been, if you really, the, the magnet does so much for your body, but your brain also can inhibit so much for me, for you. If the, if your brain doesn't, if you, it's like, you can lose weight, you can use the LZR and the magnet wave and you can lose inches and you can work out. But if you are still rewarding yourself with food and you are still not changing that, that the way you mentally think about food, you're going to struggle. You're going to continue to struggle. There's a lot of, there's so much power in the brain and how you uh, think and how, you know, your thought processes. And so, you know, with the brain tap, you get, usually you would do a subscription, um, on the app and you would pay 30 to $40 a month. And, but it, you would get limited access to like a wellness bundle. You get, you know, so many sessions and what we have done, we've worked with brain tap today is, and it, this sale is only for the next two weeks. Okay. So you get the actual headset, which is about $650 usually. Um, you get the the actual headset, and then you get an entire year with all of MagnaWave's apps, every app that they have. So we're talking hundreds of um, of sessions for that six hundred fifty dollars. So you get that full year for free if you purchase your Brain Tap. Uh, there's a link in the description. This is again only until the end of uh, December. And if you order by the 16th, you can hope to have it by Christmas. We think if we ship it by 16th, barring any shipping issues with the company, the shipping companies, it will be able to leave here and get to you by Christmas. So this is a great Christmas present. If you have somebody who loves MagnaWave, um, has a MagnaWave and they really want it, or if you just want the brain tap, you just want to try the brain tap, you don't have to have a MagnaWave to use this. So it's a really, really great opportunity. If you were to buy this, um, you know, 30 days ago or even two weeks ago or even five days ago, it would have cost you $250 for the one year. And so that would be nearly um, over about 900 bucks total for the whole thing. If you buy this from brain tap, it would cost you about $1,300. So we're talking a major savings for 650 bucks. And again, this is for Christmas. Um, and we are very excited to team up with brain tap. And one of the reasons that I'm so passionate about it is because of, you know, I've done some of the brain entrainment um, things in the past, but I've just seen such great results that you have had, Dr. Myers, and your partner, Verlinda, have had over using this. I mean, it's been really incredible. You all really made me see how much it can help, not just with, you know, talking about MagnaWave and helping with MagnaWave, but also all of the other ways that it can be used. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's such a head game for all of us, right? So you, even if you're super healthy, you're sleeping good, you're eating well, you're exercising, you're doing like volumes of water in the day that are appropriate, that type of a thing. If you can't change the stress that your mind creates, the physiology in your body will stay in a damage and destructive sort of side. You have to get out of that stress in order to get into a heat reparative, restorative side of chemistry. And so the brain game is a massive player in how your health is realistically going to move forward or not for you, right? You can stay in those damaging processes and cycles and you will continue to have the same or similar types of problems. It's just gonna to move to the next phase, move to the next phase, move to the next phase. But if you can, if you can brain game down into something that is healing, uh, even if that's just, I sleep better at night because sleep is so restorative. That's when we heal so many processes in our body. Uh, it, it's a game changer to be able to do that. And to be able to do it rapidly is phenomenal. Tell me about yes. That. 
And there's so inside this actual in the headset, there's red and white lights. I don't know how much you guys could see, but there's red and white lights here. Um, and then there's also red and white lights inside uh, of the, the parts where the headset is. So where you actually hear. So there that is also happening as well as the music and it's binary beats. It's music that is set at certain tones for certain things. So they have uh, energy, sleep. There's there's whole sessions for ADHD, smoking cessation, weight loss. Um, a horse and rider sessions. Those are exclusive to Magnawave. If you get this, you get those. You cannot get them anywhere else. But if you purchase this, you get the horse and rider sessions are available. There's whole sessions for children. Um, it's really super cool. And, and this is just a really great sale. If you are looking for a great Christmas present, maybe the stressed out uh, boyfriend, I don't know, stressed out girlfriend, stressed out friend, the parent who has everything. You know, we're really focusing on wellness at home right now because that's what we all really need. We need to be able to focus on taking care of ourselves at home and doing some of these options. That's why I love that you could get a MagnaWave for personal use instead of having to go out and go to some of these other facilities. You can rent them from practitioners. You can get one from us, but you also, this adding this to what you're already doing is an incredible way to really get your business going. If you're starting a business or you're working with MagnaWave or just if you do any type of stress or you have sleep issues. So I'm super excited about this. And it really, what I've seen a lot of great results, the smoking cessation was I had a client who had incredible results with that. And then the weight loss, um, you know, I've, I've talked before about using the LZR. We also are having a sale on the LZR as well. If you purchase the LZR with the brain tap, you also get a couple hundred dollars off of the LZR. So speak to your product specialist about that or email sales at mwpmf.com. So if you get this today, you also can buy the LZR um, with a discount as well, but you have to buy both of them. So it's a pretty great deal. And I love that. And you've, you've been using um, one of our newer machines on the road, correct, Dr. Myers? Yes, the Spargo is amazing. I have yeah. been so, so pleased with it. It's been great. Yeah, I, I've traveled with it over the last uh, two trips that I've had actually. Uh, easy through the airport, it like spans through just like a laptop does actually. It's so yeah, fascinating. Tell them we get uh, and it's uh, but we get stopped with the Maya. Oh yeah, we usually try. We've traveled with our Maya classically, and every single time we go, we have to build an extra time because they want to bomb test it and you know ask us questions about it and all that kind of fun stuff. Which we've never been then not allowed to go through the security check with it. It's just you have to build in the time knowing that that's going to be part of. Yeah, the they don't know what it is. They're they like, what? Yeah, and I mean, it, and it's after they do the little testing for residual, you know, chemistry, whatever. They're like, yeah, go ahead, fine, whatever. But you do that every time you go through the through the security line. Not had that happen at all with Spyrogo. They've just been like, hey, what is that? Kind of looks like a laptop, but not really. So you know, which has been yeah. kind of refreshing and easy, right? But it works so brilliantly. I mean, I love the timer on it because then I can just hang out and not have to, you know, worry about oh, I need to get up and go flip it and this and that. I mean, with the loop that I've been using, perfect. It's been perfect. Yeah, I mean, that's excellent for traveling. If you have a bigger machine with the two plug attachment and you are looking for something smaller, which is great for you, like um, where you guys could keep one at home, the bigger one for business and working with your animals and whatever, but then you have one on the road that is easy to travel with, it's lightweight and it's cost effective. I mean, price-wise, it is uh, $5,950. It's an excellent deal. It comes with two attachments. I love the Spiro Go. And these are the type of things that you can, um, I think we're, we are renting the Spiro Go now, so I'm trying before they pay it. 
And then we have this great sale on the brain tap and great sale with the LZR if you buy the LZR with the brain tap. So there's a ton of ways to be healthy at home, especially during the holiday season and right now with everything that we've got going on, your mental health, your physical health. It's just really more important now than it's ever been. So I'm hoping this is the first time we've done a sale other than Black Friday um, ever. I mean, we do usually Black Friday is like free shipping or a little discount. So we're doing things a little bit differently here uh, this year because things are different. It's 2020. Everything is a little bit different. So, um, all right. So let's see what people are saying. Uh, Maureen says the Spiro Go and the Brain Tap rocks. Maureen does have both of those. Um, Dana says, how often do you have to use it to see results? I'm assuming you're talking about the brain tap. So the brain tap is broken into sessions, Dana. So like, um, I think the smoking session was 13 sessions. So like what I did with the client that I worked with is that she, we scheduled 13 times over the period of like, I think five weeks where she came back one or, you know, several times over and she did the magnet wave and the brain, you know, worked her way through those 13 sessions. So uh, some of them are smaller. Some of them are five sessions. Some of them are six sessions. Some of them are 20 sessions. It really depends on uh, which program you're picking. And again, there's hundreds of programs. And most of the time people will start with just one like wellness bundle um, and that's all they get. But with this sale, you get everything everything for athletes, for public speaking. I mean, we're talking everything. Um, yeah, Verlinda had a client that had panic attacks, like literally couldn't get out of bed. Her doctor put her on Xanax. Um, it was, she was miserable because that's not her personality at all. So, uh, and it was clearly life crushing. Um, and they did three treatments with the brain tap and MagnaWave and she didn't need the Xanax anymore. She got up and she could move around. So it, it it's super effective, you know, and 13 sessions to stop smoking. I mean, people struggled years. They go through all kinds of programming uh, and, and patches and gums and the things that they try to do to wean off of that. So, I mean, this is this is interesting technology. When, again, we're just looking at brain chemistry. How do you shift brain chemistry? How does that lead to body changes, you know, body physiology differences that really allow your body to be healthy? It's, it's a phenomenal, yeah. it really is. Yeah, and the thing I think was so interesting for me about the smoking is that, first of all, you can't just, if you don't want to quit smoking, it, I don't care what brain tap you use, what magnum you use, if you don't want to quit, you're not going to. But what I noticed with her is that she wanted to quit, but physically the withdrawal was so bad and her mental capacity to, to fight that was so, it was just, it, she couldn't do it. And what we ended up doing is that she got some of that, she started feeling better faster. You know, they say when you stop smoking, like you start breathing long, you start feeling, they start slowly realizing after a few weeks, like, I can walk longer or whatever their skin starts clearing up but when we you know started this session not only was she able to mentally get over it by using the brain tap but then physically she started feeling better so much faster that it was like reinforcing everything that was happening and it, it, it made it amazed me um and then I have one person asked about uh memory does it help with memory so I do I think that's uh excuse me let me see Sherry asked about memory so yes I have right here I mean, there's at least 15 different apps for memory. One of them, the first one is Enhanced Memory and Recall. Um, it is just 21 minutes. And then the next one is Supercharge Your Memory and Concentration, uh, Playing the Memory Game. There's a whole section on memory with children. Um, I mean, Safely Release Bottled Up Emotions, another Enhanced Memory and Recall and Brain Fitness. Uh, it's just there is so many um, six steps to using your perfect memory. Like, I mean, there is so much in here that you can search and find that this is an incredible opportunity. Um, again, to get this from BrainTap would be, you. it's 
hundreds of dollars. It would be $1,300 to purchase this through BrainTap. And uh, we're offering it today for $647. If you buy it before the 16th, then uh, you can hopefully have that. Barring any shipping issues, we will be able to get it to you at a speed that you will most likely get it for Christmas. I hate saying that right now because everybody is ordering everything online. And I mean, I have Christmas gifts that I ordered three months ago that I'm still waiting on. So, but our shipping luckily has worked out really well and we have things getting there right on, right on time or around time. So I'm very hopeful for it. Let's see any, um, does BrainTap music take the place of the Oasis map music? Dawn, yes, it can. So the BrainTap is an electrical, like is a is has program, the actual headset. So if you get the BrainTap app, you can use your standard headset that comes, or if you get the Wave Oasis and you add the BrainTap, um, you will be able to use the actual app with your standard headphones when the PMF and the vibration is on. When the PMF is on, we don't recommend that you treat your head. And there is head, there is PMF in the head area of the Wave Oasis. So we don't recommend putting these on, but you can turn the PMF off and put these on and just use the vibration in this. And the vibration connects with the brain tap. And you, so if you're using it with just the vibration, you can use these. If you're using it with the vibration and the PMF, you need to use the standard headphones that come with your Wave Oasis. But yes, it's amazing with the vibration. Incredible. And I've done it with just the headphones and felt amazing using those programs. So all of them plug in and work with the actual uh, Wave Oasis. And you get a, a special adapter here when it, you get your brain tap. This is the cord that you will use to connect those to the, the actual connect everything together. So that comes with your, your brain tap. Um, okay. How much on average are brain tap sessions? I think it like, how much does it cost? People charge different rates. A lot of times they're taking place at a doctor's office or a chiropractor's office. And um, they have set sessions, which are very similar to the price of a MagnaWave session. Sometimes it could be $25, $50. I don't know. What do, what do you all charge there, um, Amanda? What, or what does Brenda charge? Amanda, I've just been... I just do it with my clients. I just she, add, she's like, add it on to your magnetic session. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, well, because sometimes it's a, hey, try this and see if this works for you scenario. So it's it's one of and those then, deals. And then my clients buy them. And then, yeah, exactly. Her, her clients have ended up buying them realistically. So uh, because everyone that uses it is like, wow, this thing's amazing. So, yeah, we've not done that as a separate billing. Um, you know, arguably we, we could. Um, it would be something that you could add on to the session. And I would agree with Elaine, though, don't put the headphones on and use them if your PMF is running because it will disrupt that program. Yeah. Uh, essentially change the lights that are, are part of the frequency uh, stimulations. So have to be kind of careful about the tech using it together. Yeah, you don't want to be treating the head like I've treated people's legs. I've treated their lower back. But as long as I am, as long as it's far away from as long as it's not. It's not, you're not treating upper body around this, you're fine because this isn't actually plugged into the wall or anything um, that's plugged into the machine, but you just don't want to be treating the upper body or the head at the same time with the PMF. But you can, and what I like to do is, is be putting somebody using this and then move them to the, the PMF or vice versa, you move them to the MagnaWave. Um, I love, people really love the way, the thing that I like about MagnaWave's PMF signal is that you could feel it. And so you get so much, like they can really feel the PMF and then they can really relax and get into the session. It just makes a world of difference. I do know that there are several people who do charge for sessions with the brain tap. They add it on if you're there and you're doing a session on someone and you add it on for 10 or $15, that's great. 
Um, a lot of times people will be treating animals and somebody will walk, the owner will say, what is this? How does it work? And they'll put the brain tap on and it talks about MagnaWave that you, they put on that MagnaWave demo and it explains everything um, that, that the PMF is doing so that they really understand it so that the actual practitioner can then focus on doing the treatments on the animals or the other person. So it's a great addition to what you're already doing to really get people to understand without you having to do the whole elevator pitch on the science behind PMF. It, the brain tap does it for you which is awesome. Um, let's see, I guess that's it. Anybody else have any questions, any research or anecdotal reports on brain tap for autism? I know that, let me see. I know that there have been a lot of dis discussion about that in uh, a group that I'm in. Let me see if what they have in here. So I don't have anything of autism, you know, directly in the app, but I know that there, I have, there's practitioners that have worked with the MagnaWave with autism and then depending on the way the autism presents itself, because it can be different for everybody, right? Amanda, I mean, that's, it's, it's across the board, how it affects. It's, I mean, autism is, autistic personalities are a spectrum. So some are very mild impact factors. Some are very significant, severe. Um, so the behavior of the individual varies quite a bit with that single label, uh, if you will, or diagnosis, as we say. Um, I don't know that BrainTap has any direct data uh, in the autistic spectrum group. Um, they are very, predominantly speaking, they're very tech-involved, uh, engaged individuals. So we do a lot of iPad work with them or tablet work with them, if you will. Uh, in, in the hospital settings uh, because it keeps them calm uh, and it, it allows them to be touching something and seeing something and hearing something. Um, some individuals may be okay with a headphone on, some people may not be. So it's a sensory integration scenario. So sometimes stuff on them is not good. Sometimes they are okay. Uh, they do, predominantly speaking, prefer pressure uh, so if you can get them into a setting where, you know, you're using some sort of a vest with pressure as well as maybe the headphone setup, they may do well with it. Um, so it, it would be interesting to study it. That would be for sure, because yeah. it's a group that definitely could potentially benefit from what BrainTap can provide them. Yeah. I mean, I've just, I've been amazed with what it's done and, and just the way I like, I've always tell people like, you know, my dad and I, we do a lot of research into things before we ever bring them on board. We've always been predominantly PMF, but when something works so complimentary with what we're doing, we have to talk right. about it. That's what I love about the brain tap. Also, if you do have clients that do end up buying them, you, there is ability for you to sign up to be an affiliate with them where that you can actually, um, you know, help facilitate that sale. That is also a possibility. If you don't want to do that, you're not involved with that. You want it for yourself or for just um, the clients that you see, you could do that as well. There's there's all sorts of options. It's not a pushy multi-level marketing thing. It is what it is. You're going to get great information from them. And it's just it, there's tons of fact-based information. I do want to say, so people are asking about where you get it. So if you would like to get the brain tap, there is a link in the comments. We will post it again and again. We will also post it with this video. It's on our website, BrainTap and MagnaWave, magnawavepmf.com. There's a search button. If you just search brain tap, it's there. The link is also above. Um, you can purchase through that link. That's all you need to do. If you would like to take advantage of the LZR, which is our red light sale, uh, purchase the brain tap and then uh, go ahead and give the receipt to a product specialist or email sales at mwpmf.com with your receipt for the brain tap uh, through our special and we will get you the discount for the LZR as well. So then we'll send you the link for that. So we got a lot of cool stuff going on. So if you're looking to purchase one of these devices, um, you know, check out that link and
Let's see. Tracy said, so you use the program through your cell phone. How does that work if someone calls in or you lose cell signal? So you don't have to use it through your cell phone. You get two different um, apps. So you get two different devices. So you can get use a different, an iPod, an iPad, something like that that won't get phone calls. And, and you can also have it on your cell phone for yourself. Um, or you can uh, just do it on your cell phone. You don't have to do it both ways and i believe i'm unsure i've never had somebody call me during the session because i have a little mp3 player that i use as my device uh for the brain tap have you all has for linda ever had that problem we they it will disrupt if you get a phone call in uh or text message those types of things and so we have typically just put the phone on do not disturb so yeah, yeah you'll get whatever you were supposed to have in that 20 minute session or 25 minute session at the at the end of it so just turn it back on yeah yeah, I bought a first iPod Touch uh, a couple years ago, and I've been using that for Wave Oasis mm -hmm. and for my brain tap. And that's been the way that we run it. That way I don't have to give my kids my phone, and it's gone for four hours. Because after they get off, they'll find a game to play or something to buy on Amazon, and I won't get it back for a while. So uh, it's better, better to do that than to give them the actual device. Anyways, I think that we've gone through it. Again, please, let's see. Lee is asking if there's any deals on the for an Oasis mat. Lee, the Oasis mat is a deal in itself. Right now, we have no deals. It is incredible. I wish I could give you a deal on it, but it is priced at the best price that we can make available, honestly. Um, the It is a fantastic attachment. There's the Vibration Oasis and the Wave Oasis. The Vibration Oasis is just vibration. Wave Oasis is the PMF and vibration, works with the brain tap. I love it. Anybody who's used it loves it. It is incredible. If you can get one and leave, because you are a practitioner, you do get a discount um, on some of these, on all of our, our stuff here. So um, I guess that's it. I think that's it. I think we're done. It. I thank you so much, Dr. Myers. It's always wonderful to meet with you. And I'm so sorry about my technical difficulties at the beginning of today's webinar but it was excellent talking to you today and we'll do this again next month and check in and see what's changed and what's going on with covid as always i really appreciate it absolutely my pleasure to be here thank you